The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to The Ryback Show, Saturday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Wishing all of you a wonderful weekend. Hope everyone's doing good. And uh, everyone, Instagram, TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. I'm streaming live over there as well. Uh, looking forward to We got the UFC fights tonight. And uh, it seems like every weekend between pro wrestling, UFC, boxing with, with legit boxing, and well, it's all legit boxing, but then we got the Triller boxing, we got the Jake Paul, the Logan Paul deals, guys. There's there's a lot going on. Realistically, and I've already, I think this is going to be the third, within a 30-day a, a period, the third or fourth weekend pay-per-view I'm buying. Just blowing money for pure entertainment. But here we are. So those super chats really come in handy. Thank you, guys. Coffee and pay-per-views for the big guy. Great training session today. I know a lot of you don't care, but I like to give you a little recap on what I'm doing. Um, major breakthrough. I almost put a tweet out, and then I didn't. Because I feel like, oh, I'm going to go do the show. I'll just talk about it. Because I was going to know, major breakthrough on the shoulder. But it is a major breakthrough. But I just feel like with a tweet, it just... I sometimes I write out a message and I go, oh, I don't feel right. Like, I, I don't know. And I, and I mean, it takes a lot. Like there was nothing bad in it. It was all just, but I was like, yeah, I could just talk about it. I feel like I put that out a few times because it's happened a few times, but uh, my shoulder, the scar tissue, I've, we've, I figured out now because this wasn't working before, but since we broke up the tissue vertically, the tissue now needs to be broken up horizontally and I figured this out because the other day when I was with the other docs, which we put the videos up on my social, my scapula and humerus were moving together. They're supposed to move independently. And they're saying one thing, and I go, no, it's scar tissue. It's glued down. It, if we can get that that tissue around the scapula, but see, they can't break a lot of this up. Just, they can't break it up with massage. Outside of my uh, masseuse, who breaks it up with deep pressure and manipulation of the body, which is actually putting the, the pressure on the tissue, but much like the softball, and it rips. The tissue just like, it, it's glued down, it, it, the adhesions, and the tissue just rips. And it it just sounds like tearing. And that there's even some that sound like wood breaking. And it's the tissue that's so bound up and, and like, so I figured out today how to get all these other areas from my trap all the way down to my shoulder. I've broke up so much scar tissue today and my shoulder feels so good. So I'm on, I had a great training session uh, and just a good, good day here. Probably going to have some wine and I might go get, it might be a little bitch and go get a couple white claws to get a little buzz tonight during the fight. So I'll probably be doing some live tweeting during the fight with a, and I know I'm not like, it's never going to be one of those situations. And I say that I better be careful what I say, <laughs> but where you see like, remember like wrestlers that you see some guys, I'm not even going to say names. They're, they're fucking legends where you could clearly tell they were like tweeting when they're like heavily intoxicated or, or on, on, on other things. Like I never, I have very good control of my life. So I don't want to, wouldn't want to do anything like that, but like buzz, but have fun put out some positivity and then people say, shut the fuck up. Ah, good times. Good times. 
Okay, buddy, you're out of here. You, you, you spam. I'll give you a little attention there. And then uh, you're out of here. Guys, we're all here to have a good time, to do comments. This is a health, nutrition, supplementation, motivation, mindset, pro wrestling. Guys, what's in the news? Tell me what's in the news. Ask me some questions. Don't spam, though, guys. No jabroni, meatball eating, cheese puff, little licking, Mountain Dew drinking, syrup chugging little bitches, guys. Come on. Let's have fun. Do I? Oh, good. Oh, we got a social media question. I appreciate that. The uh, Do you have any tips on how to be better on TikTok? So, yes. Be who you are and be consistent with who you are. Don't use, so TikTok, a lot of people go, oh, I don't make a TikTok because I don't dance. Well, I don't dance either. Can I dance? You're goddamn right, the big guy could dance. I put out a few videos back in the day. Back in Deep South Wrestling, McDonough, Georgia, get a few few drinks in the big guy. I had the Gorilla Shake. You know how many girls fell for the Gorilla Shake, guys? A lot. A lot. You ask what the Gorilla Shake is, you would have to be there to know what the Gorilla Shake is. But it was me doing a little shimmy shimmy on the dance floor. Huh? What do you know about the Gorilla, about the gorilla Shake? Huh, guys? But I don't do that on there because it's not what I really, I'm not trying to put that out. I put motivation entertainment and positivity pro wrestling promos with big daddy Ryback from time to time. But I, and then humorous stuff I share. And some people get mad at it when I share other videos that clearly aren't mine. I'm not in them. I didn't make them, but I, I don't know who made them, but I'll find them and I'll, I'll, I'll crop them and put them up and I'll put my message on them to make people laugh. <laughs> There's a lot of celebrities. Snoop Dogg's does it also. It's like, but it's not, not like that. I just, I'm me. Right. And I do that across all the platforms, but you got to be consistent <clears throat> and you never want it, man. You're going to, if you, you got to be consistent and post regularly and routinely on it. So you may as well post the stuff that you like. And over time, I think you, you'll see people will start seeing your stuff with, especially the more regular that you post. And I, I don't believe in, you know, I think you want to hit that, that that three to four times a day, and sometimes even more. And I go hard on the paint. I am a machine. I wake up specifically early, hours early, to do social media work in the morning because it's very important for my business and brand. But I but if you noticed, I'm myself, and I, I have that people, guys, believe it or not, that don't follow me. That you're like, of course we do that. That like people though that I thought that that I was cool with from time to time because of the memes. Because I, I and, and oftentimes it'll be like a woman that gets offended at one of the memes or something, and I'm just like, I'm not going to stop like post because then I, now I'm living in a fear mindset. What happens is though, for every one you lose, you get ten more that love it, and that's that's just being myself. And Gary Vaynerchuk talks talks a lot about that. Don't don't alter who you are because you, you're, then you're not going to be yourself, and you're never you're not going to win even more, and you're not going to enjoy what you're doing. And uh, I love laughing. And if you understand my sense of humor, I firmly believe you can talk about sex jokes and make fun of things and have fun and still be a great human being because this is all stuff that people like. I'll, I'll meet people that they, oh, I could never post something like that, but they will laugh their ass off and talk about it all day long. It's like, okay, Steve, but you're kind of living in a fear mindset. I'm not. 
And that's all that it is. It's a fear mindset. And when you overcome that, you, you can post whatever you truly and who you are and what entertains you and what you think is going to entertain the majority of your followers. But I would say try to make the world a better place. You know, even if you're doing entertainment stuff, try to find a way, man, to make the world a little bit of a better place. We all have that ability. And we might start out only reaching a few people. But by the end of the day, man, by the end of a year, the end of two years, five years, you, you may be, you know, just absolutely killing it. But the, the main thing, once again, is if you enjoy what you're doing, you keep doing it, right? And then you're not so caught up in the, of course, everyone, you want to do good and make money. But when you do what you love, it really, really is effortless. That's how I'm able to just go morning to night. Like, I genuinely love what I do. I love helping people as well. I love making money. I love doing good, man. I love being successful. I love getting my health back. So I'm like... And I know what I have at stake and in, in having a, a second shot at all this. So it's like, I, I, I'm just so motivated and that you got to have that energy, man, with whatever you do and, and, and just find what you like, see the things you like watching and then just start slow baby steps. Super, super, super chat. Uh, Jacob Bishop asks uh, thoughts on WWE letting Strowman go. Yeah, I saw that. I've seen some stuff. And again, it's always odd. I've heard that now they saw something they're saying they may there's there's rumors going that they may offer them him and Alistair to come back at lower uh, salaries, which I can completely see that. They've said I've heard the things that I so the thing on him assigning a monster deal is all gimmick by the fucking all those those jabroni that, that guy that reported the story. Oh, like I haven't blocked. I've had him blocked for years. I just think they're all pathetic. They like come up with stuff. They then nobody really knows anything going on. But like, if you think that they're letting go of a guy because he's on a million dollar, and they didn't even say it was a million dollars a year. They said it was a one point two million dollar contract, which was probably for three years. So that's in the vicinity of four or five hundred thousand, if that's true, which is typically what that that ranges for guys, even in that upper thing outside of of a couple people. Say it was a million a year, one point two million a year, though, which is his brand is bringing in so much more money than that. So that that it could just be a play by WWE to do that and then bring him back at a, a lower cost if AEW doesn't match or, or whatever. I don't know. I saw another thing. Someone said that that uh, they thought he was two years. This is where all when this stuff starts coming out, guys. You got to really. It, it's so much bullshit, and I've, I've dealt with it with all the lies. And knowing the truth and just be like, holy fuck, can they put out any more lies? Because all these goddamn fucking idiots that are reporting this shit are just trying to get clicks. So they just they just create whatever fucking fake story they think people are going to believe. Oh, he was two years past his what they thought was his peak. Well, no shit. You didn't do anything with him when he was at his peak as far as capitalizing on it. And so, but then they, when they did pull the trigger, it was when that, that period had calmed down. He was, he played every role that, that he was ever asked to play. So, so many people are afraid just to talk about it and, and, and be the thing. Like, who knows if there's something else going on, if they just want to bring him in a lower amount. They're like, you want to know how they are though. If he was, if he played hardball with them and got more money last year, they are the kind of company that will come back and do something like this later to get the last laugh. 
And then, oh, here, we're going to offer you a $500,000 downside or a $350,000 downside. Take it or leave it. Because they know a lot of guys don't have anything else going on. And it's it, the industry is, is it, it's the worst thing in the world. And, I, I, that's, and I, I've experienced it and lived it. And that's why I was so motivated not to ever fall back into that ever again. To where that was my only thing to survive. And, and you guys saw what happened with me. I never let it, never let it defeat me, never let it get me down. I don't let it dictate me who I am in real life. It's simply physical acting and it's all just playing roles. And everybody there does the roles that they're asked and know ahead of time. And that's 100% fact what the business is. There, it is nothing else. It is no one can argue that. It is, that is a 100% fact. And he played every role ever asked of him. So we'll see what happens. Good question, though. We get it. We've got it a, a lot this week. Good question. What am I doing to be successful? So let's start with the very beginning. The moment I left WWE, very powerful moment in my life walking out on a multi-million dollar contract, right? With that, wrote a motivational book while my body, I literally wrote the book. Wake up, it's feeding time. It's right back there guys, on, on helping wrestling fans with a positive mindset. Wrote that when my body, when I was told I needed a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement. I didn't stop. I worked even harder. What else did I do? I launched a, a supplement company with no artificial sweeteners and colors that hardly anybody was doing and still hardly anybody is doing uh, because I was I was sick of the, the choices in the supplement industry and something I was passionate about. We started with three supplements in four and a half years. We are now up to 13 supplements. And I'm not going to brag and boast on what we're going to do numbers wise, and what we, but it's been year over year more and more successful. That right there, huge success based off that. Also, let's go into the health since you asked. Needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement. Nope. Quit taking ibuprofen, didn't take any pain pills, dealt with it. Did indies, made more money than probably any wrestler in the two and a half years that I did independence. And was very grateful for every promotion that brought me in. And we did good business. Was very happy with that. To supplement with all the money to start the supplement company. Then from there, my dog, Sophie, gets disc disease, right? Paralyzed. First time it happened, paralyzed. A lot of people in the position I was, I was doing everything with Feed Me More Nutrition, by the way. I didn't have my fulfillment company. I was keeping myself busy because I didn't know what else to do. I was afraid if I didn't stay busy, I, I would have picked up a lot of bad habits, right, in between the, the rest because I was making a lot of money just on the weekend. And I trained hard every day, even though my body was all fucked up and this and that. I don't get the stem cells. I wrestle hurt the doctor. I mean, I don't get the, the fusion of the shoulder replacement. I opt to start getting stem cells, which has been 19 procedures in whole, which by the way, my my back is completely 100% healed. Never before done in the history of the fucking world, by the way. This is, and that's just being goddamn fucking 100% truthful, right? And you don't see anybody covering this story, but the actual fucking truth. It's just bullshit and lies, right? Shoulder needed to be replaced completely fucking frozen in scar tissue. I've worked endlessly for five years to get this motherfucker ready. And we're in the fourth quarter, huge success right there. And that alone, my dog, I don't, so I'm not selfish. I don't go put her down like the majority of people would do over six figures 
in medical bills for my dog. Eight ruptures. I stop all appearances. I completely lose hundreds of thousands of dollars in pro wrestling. And I'm now I'm now I'm banking on my supplement company to pay the fucking bills and the money that I've had. Right. And we did it. We start turning a profit fucking really, really quickly on that. My dog still alive. She's going to be six on Halloween this year. Her birthday is the end of November. We celebrated a Halloween. We always have because that's what we were told at first. Then we found out it was in the end of November. But she's my little Halloween baby. So that right there. Paralyzed twice, by the way. Taught her how to walk again both times. All while doing everything else. Multiple podcasts. Got probably seven or eight streams of, of income, of revenue coming in with my investing and everything. That, that's what I would call being successful. Sleeping in my own bed every night. Not worrying, but I could literally wake up. I could get fucked up every single day if I want and still do everything I'm doing. And I could, I could, I could do, but I, I, I do the things I'm passionate about that help my brand and business because I'm trying to get it to a certain level. That's called being successful. I don't work for anybody else. I'm in full control. Do you know how many people would kill to be in that position? That's why I'm successful. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm at peace. And I get riled up when you talk about this stuff, but I'm at peace. I'm happy and content in my life. That's called fucking being successful. Uh, let's move on. Tip for somebody with a fast metabolism. You can't, you got to embrace your genetics, guys. If you if you you have a super fast metabolism and you have a really difficult time putting on weight, my my advice is to you to be as is and this is for everyone be as healthy as possible with your diet and embrace being super lean and try to be as strong as you can and maximize who you are. Don't play a game that you're not going to win. Does it make sense? I'm a naturally a, a larger, big boned guy as far as for my frame and my it's and, and I have like I, I I'm never gonna be it would be very difficult for me to ever be under a certain weight like no matter how much stuff it would take so long like because like and it is it's difficult when I even like my weight when I try like I stay a certain weight even with that but I'm never gonna be under 200 pounds 280 something pounds 290 pounds just pretty routinely a lot of weight training and things but even that like it, it's my weight even when I take breaks it stays at a certain point right it would for me to start I would like have to do so many ridiculous things to get my weight to drop and like it, you know what I'm saying so why fight that I embrace being the big guy embrace having a fast metabolism Jake Truman good to see you buddy thank you thank you for that always appreciated Yeah, I think the Super Greens mix. Do I think Super Greens mix have any benefit? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the of the Greens formulas and Spirulina, which a lot of those have them in it. But Spirulina is very, very good for energy and endurance as well. Thank you very much, Sam, on my book. I, I, I'm going to be writing more books. And there's a lot going on and why I'm not doing that stuff right now. 
because until my social media, uh, some issues with that are resolved and I'm back and I have people that I know that that is resolved. There's a lot of really dumb things that have happened in this time. And I know the things that make me money and I know the things that don't with that now. And I can't like in promoting that stuff is if I might, if I'm not being seen to the level that I need to be, it's not beneficial to do that and spend the money and do it. So, but I've got my autobiography and I want to do a book on social media as well as a, a book on, on becoming vegan and uh, the things that have helped me. And again, I want to be a little further in. I'm 10 months now. It'll be 10 months on Tuesday. So Hulk super chat. Thank you very much, buddy. Hey, big guy, if you could go back in time, would you possibly go into MMA or would you still go down the path into pro wrestling? Thanks. I think I was always so drawn to pro wrestling for, as a child that that was always, that was always the, the path. I don't, you know, I think you can't go back and say, because I don't know what the response would have been. If, I, if MMA was what it is now and I was a kid growing up, then yes, it's very possible that I, I, I would have been more drawn to that. But was I? I don't know. I wasn't because it didn't exist to the. It wasn't. Never was exposed to it um, until later on. I'm very happy, like being a pro wrestler. Like I, I tell people, see, I'm so at peace, and I've done this before. Like when you get in the fight game too. Here's the other deal with that. A lot of the guys in the fight game aren't happy and at peace. They're dealing with demons that they're never tough enough or they need to do more to, in their head, be the toughest. Like, there's a weird thing with that, with the ego. And like, and it's, I'm so happy and at peace in my life and being who I am. And I know who and what I am. And like, and like I'm just big on self-development. And like, I love pro wrestling. I love being a physical actor. And being out to be physical, all the thing. Pro wrestling has everything I love personally in my life, and the, from the entertainment and everything. So, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, and I don't think so. I love the training, though. And again, that stuff, those guys, and with the promotions, and like once you understand about how the world works and what promoters in general, that was the other thing. Once I really became more evolved on that, I go, man, the world's fucked. The world just uses people. No matter how much how cool people think they are, how famous they think they are, the majority of people are just bitches for bigger people. And I didn't like that. Does that make sense? I like being in control. Even if you told me, if you go do this in fighting, you're going to make $100 million or $200 million in the course of your career. Or, you know, you could do your business and you're going to make it a millions, but you're not going to make that much. I'm going to pick my business and what I'm doing. Because I'm happy. And I already know I'm happy. So, and, I, and I've evolved enough to the point that I'll never do anything for the response of people. I do what I need to do to keep me happy and what's beneficial for my life. Uh, let's see. The question is by Jacob Bishop, the championship on your wall. Is that a replica? I have a championship back there. That's just a Feed Me More Nutrition replica, little belt. It's not the... It was, it's just, I got a few of them made. When was it last year? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So I don't know what the, I don't know if it's not the official Feed Me More Nutrition Championship. <laughs> All right. 
congratulations, buddy, on graduating. Although I will say you shouldn't need to be told congratulations on graduating. I think it's just that's that's just standard. I'm always a little, and I, I don't hate on people that do it, that throw like celebrations for like kids graduating high school. Like, no, you should graduate high school. That's just my mindset, though. I'm not big. Like, I don't celebrate birthdays, even though I'll acknowledge. I'm just different in that end. I'm just like, I'm grateful for every day uh, of life. And I get it and celebrate it. it, I get it, but I don't get it. (laughs) Like I expect you to graduate. Anything less than that is not, you're not, you're not living up to your potential. Ireland, what's up? 10% Irish over here. Let's see. Mike, uh, what would my gimmick be when I return? My gimmick will be the big guy Ryback that I'm hungry and feed me more of my mindset and then evolved in, in revolving around whatever storylines, which I have several of them that I, I would like to see played out that I, I really want to sink my teeth into as a physical actor with that, right? And my personality, gimmicks are fucking dead. The, the best gimmicks are me, just me being me, what you see here in an intense setting. And that's that. Like, I, that's pro wrestling is so easy to me on that end. Let's see. Look for some good questions. Uh, Google continue. Let's see. Hey, big guy, I have a question. I'm naturally toned. I have quite visible abs and quite big biceps, but how? I don't exercise or eat much healthy stuff. Do I just have a fast metabolism? Well, I I don't know. I don't, again, I, I don't know, have anything to go off of on this. But if you, yeah, if you're naturally toned and you're not training, I don't know your age or anything of that nature. It's just you, you just probably have good genetics and a good metabolism. Not everyone has that there, but oftentimes people that think they have a bad metabolism or bad genetics also have very, very poor eating habits and were raised by their parents or whoever raised them with their poor eating habits. So they're not even eating nowhere near normal, but they think they're eating normal, right? So a lot of that plays a role as well, as well as activity level. You know, I played outside all the time growing up. I burned God knows how many calories running around outside when growing up playing sports all day. And I ate a lot of food, but I always was lean because I, I was so active. You know, now if I would have grown up in here, I didn't, there were no kids to play with outside. We had our neighborhood. We always had a handful of kids ready to go to play whatever season it was sports wise outside. Now, you know, if I'm growing up and eating the way I was and was just sitting on the computer all day or playing video games, which don't get me wrong, we play video games every once in a while, but we were outside half the day if we were. You know, I don't I don't think I would have looked exactly the same. So yeah, definitely probably have have uh good genetics. Yeah, I still think I still see kids playing outside though every once in a blue moon. You know, I think there's other issues, too, with that. I think safety for a lot of parents with their kids. 
You know, I because my neighborhood, and I, I live in a nice, nice, nice neighborhood. The, there's still like people will put the little turtles out there, drive slow. <clears throat> a lot of people are very dangerous, and, and with your kids, you know, I know how protective I am of my dogs, and I would imagine I'd be exactly the same way with my kids, not wanting them to leave my sight. Like I can understand, like in this day and age, you know, too, depending on where you're living. I'm talking about, you know, in the city areas. I think things have changed a little bit too in that regard. Super chat from Dorian Perez. Remember this segment with Kane at the concession stand? I do very much. That video on YouTube has close to 40 million. Maybe it already has hit 40 million. Last I checked, it was like 38 or 39 million views on the uh, WWE YouTube channel. They made a decent amount of money on that video. None of it seen by me. Kane's the man, though. I enjoyed doing everything with him. Let's see what else we got going on here. <laughs> Ryback, I'll slam you, then run away before you can get up. I'm actually pretty fast. I would I would chase you until you got tired enough, and then I would I would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, man. Would I have liked to wrestle Owen Hart? Absolutely, man. Abs you know, I actually saw Owen perform live when I was a kid. Uh, in, in So this is a true story. When I won, when I was the guest, I think I was 12 going on 13 or right around that in that vicinity. WWE World Tour Day Force came to Las Vegas for the first time in years. And this was in that, like my height of like huge WWF fan. And uh, the news stations, all the one news station did a giveaway where you had to write a letter on why they should pick you for four front row tickets. And, uh, and, and why, and why you should win those tickets. I wrote, and we still have the letter. Maybe one day I'll read it. I just wrote a heartfelt letter that I wanted to be a wrestler and I wanted to see what it was like. And, uh, and I wanted to bring my friends and the news station called my, my parents and just said that far by far and away, uh, it was, it was the best letter cause it was real. And, uh, which I've always just kind of been. And, uh, I got, I won a big prize pack. I got a Brett, a heart cardboard cutout, a Shawn Michaels cutout. I've got, I had the Brett shades. They gave me a bunch of those. I had big, these big ass t-shirts. I had the Razor Ramon and Brett Hart t-shirts. Brett was a gray one. It was, it was when the shirts were like, kind of like embarrassing to wear. I would wear them around the house or I'd wear them to like baseball practice because the guys knew I was a big wrestling fan. But like, usually if kids wore wrestling shirts to school, then you got made fun of. Um, and I was Mr. Athlete. So, you know, I wasn't trying to get made fun of. But uh, so I won that contest, and then I called in on all these radio station contests. I won 20-something tickets. <laughs> we took the neighborhood, so we took some of my best friends, and uh, I sat front row. And then I'd switch out my other friends so they could sit front row when the others were in the other seats. And then I gave like a four pair, four tickets to a friend's family that, that just sat and we, we got rid of all the tickets. So should have, should have, should have sold them. The, uh, 
Anyways, the I was thinking of the word of when you scalp scalp ticket that should have scalped him. Uh, Owen Hart was tagging with British Bulldog, and I believe they were wrestling. I want to say it was. I want to say Yokozuna, but I don't know. I just know it was. It was maybe it was a six man even. Maybe Yoko was with them because, but it was Owen and Davy Boy. And it was the only match that's happened. They were laughing hysterically the entire match. True story. And I'm just a young like, fan watching. I don't know what's going on. But they were doing stuff to rib each other during the match or to rib the other guys, which I didn't even know because I was so busy watching them laughing on the apron. I didn't even watch the majority of the match because I was like, oh, my God, this is so – what are they doing? And – uh so that's a pretty cool memory that I remember during that. But that, the main event was was uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel versus Bret Hart in the old blue uh, steel cage. That was a lot of fun. Great night. Goldust was on the card. And uh, a lot, a lot of good times. My trainer, Dr. Tom Pritchard, I was the opening, the guest bell ringer. I got to ring the bell and go up into the ring uh, and get introduced to the crowd. Little did they know they were meeting Ryback as the little guy at the time. But uh, I got to be the guest bell ringer for the Body Donnas versus Barry Horowitz and somebody that I never remember. Maybe it was was it maybe Barry Horowitz and Haku? Not Haku. Uh, the guy with the, the Japanese guy with all the tattoos. Not Haku. It, but it was the um, Hakushi. Hakushi. If I'm not mistaken. But uh, I remember during the match, Chris Candido got hit and spit, and it landed on my jumpsuit. And I'm just sitting there like, what the hell? And it wasn't like it wasn't like a loogie or anything. It was just like spit. But it, it was like, and he was spitting. The, these guys, I remember watching those, and they made a lot of weird noises. That was to breathe that I later learned. But they used to make noises a lot more. Taker was on the card too, I believe. Taker made a lot of noises breathing. And when he would hit guys, ha Like just whatever it was, but little tricks you do to breathe while you're going. And just to add, so it was a really cool experience for me, though. And that was the night that I, I knew that I wanted to be a pro wrestler, like for sure, for sure. We're going to go ahead and block uh, a few of the people that are trying to ruin the chat. Uh how do I plan on stopping my Twitter suppression? It's going to be a matter of getting it a hold of somebody there that can go into my account. You guys, I've talked about this. And I've actually, there's, I, I'm, I've, I put this out already before. I know it's me. And I know for a fact, based off things I've been told and people like, like with Facebook, and I could see by the numbers with, with Twitter. And I know from the legal documents they sent and they, they wanted my, my, all my social, they, they, they wanted to completely destroy and fuck my life guys. Like, this is a very serious thing. It's easy for a lot of people to sit on there and be like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. No, this is real life shit. You got to understand. I can't on that, no matter what I'm doing, that suppresses what I'm doing in my life. I got my business and everything I do. That's major. We get Twitter's responsible for a good portion of our traffic to the website. It's it's actually number one. Can you imagine if I was getting my normal 10 to 20% impressions? 
I've seen it and across other platforms and even here on YouTube of what's happened. It's weird how my followers go up outside of Twitter where they've not, they've stayed the same, but also my, my numbers never really go up on my stuff. And what that is, is two other platforms don't notify people and they do only a small percentage with that. And again, even that I don't even like my podcast. I don't even get notifications and I have them turned on for my own podcast. I have friends that follow it. They never get notifications. So you could damn well believe there's a lot more people not getting this stuff. And what that is meant to do is if people, everyone has so much stuff going on in their lives that if you're not notified on things, you don't exist to them, right? Luckily, other platforms have been good to me where I've been able to keep myself out there and I will not stop. And it's done too. They want you to feel bad, feel like you're irrelevant, and then you don't make noise because you don't want to look how little attention you're getting. I don't give a fuck if you haven't noticed. I'll keep going because I already know. I know what the deal is. And I'm there's no way in goddamn fucking hell I'm giving up. But I got to find, they're doing it to a, I I firmly believe this. And based with other wrestlers that I know in certain situations that had a a certain deal with them where stuff wasn't smooth, their, their, their Twitters are also suppressed where they have, they have hundreds of thousands of, of followers and not seeing, and you can say, well, well, you're not relevant Well, you go, but you have your followers. That's like having friends on the other, where they should see your post and engage with you. And so I look at that, I go, you can say, well, oh, you're just not relevant. Okay. You're not interesting. Okay. Well, how come everywhere else that's not the case? How come somebody that nobody knows who they are, right? Nobody knows who they are, can be verified on Twitter with like hundreds of followers and they could put a tweet out and get a hundred thousand likes and retweets and all this other stuff. But somebody with 1.5 million can't get anything to fall into the algorithm. It's because the account's suppressed. And I and I, I prove it time after time, showing you guys the analytics. And that's how I'm able to see. I go, well, shit, out of my one nearly 0.5 million people, only 7,000 people even got an impression. And the engagement is always great. So based off what they say, if your engagement's great, more people should see it. That's not the case, though. And that's because they got me locked in. So what we need is somebody to go that works there that can like look at this and go, this isn't right. And that whatever they have set, whether you call it a shadow ban or whatever, it's like it's just permanently set on. And no matter how interesting the tweet is, like, you just look. Look at people that have been out of wrestling for 20 years that aren't, and they'll get get hundreds of thousands of likes, and they've got, like, 25,000 followers. 1.5 million, and I've been extremely active. I'm, I'm probably the most active wrestler on social media, if not personalities in general on social media. How the fuck is nothing good? How have I not gone up one follower in that time? Now, people have followed me, but my actual follower account has it because I'm not being seen by anybody outside on a very low, low scale. And the only reason I'm even being seen is all because I constantly tweet out how many times a day. But that's it's going to and I I have an idea of what it's going to take and what I'm going to be able to do. And uh, when everything is in place and going back to wrestling and I sign with the agency that I, I want to sign with. And I think that's going to be the beginning of me getting my social media fixed forever because they have enough money and connections to help get it done. 
Because at the end of the day, like now I've emailed over 20 corporate employees for Twitter. Not one of them has gotten back to me. Not one. I've sent in the help thing on the form request countless times. Never reply. I've submitted verification. They haven't done it yet. I don't know if they're going to. We have two submissions in through another company as well. That was over two months ago. That only usually takes a week or two. And it's been over two months and they haven't verified it still. And then I put the verification last week. We're at day seven right now on that. They said it happens within a week for that. But even getting verified, that doesn't fix my issue of getting impressions, which is what I need. I would rather get my impressions and I don't care about the verification. Great. I want both. Yes. Because it's the only platform that it got removed from that hasn't that didn't give it back to me. So it's like, it's been frustrating, but I won't stop. I won't because I know what's going on. And like, I, I could care less. I'll block people all day that think, have an opinion about it, that don't know the, the, the facts of the situation. So thank you very much, San Juan, buddy. Uh, I don't know what the biggest bump I ever took was. I mean, we've done superplexes off the top multiple times, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've been power bombed through tables and stuff like that, but all that's pretty easy. You guys, if you ask questions just too much, man, I, I, I'm just blocking, man. I get sick of it when you ask. If I don't answer for a while, they just stop. Hello, hello. What's going on? I appreciate all of you guys stopping by. Guys, I got to announce also, it's in the description on this. We're doing a Father's Day sale. That it started already. I forgot to mention it up front. Um, you could save 30% on Feed Me More Nutrition through tomorrow, midnight Pacific, with discount code FATHER30. FATHER30. It's in the description on here. Just go to feedmemore.com and get your items in your cart and use discount code FATHER30 at checkout. And you can save 30% uh, through the rest of today and tomorrow on Feed Me More Nutrition. Buddy, none of the polls were real on the retired deal. If you think I would I would actually listen to polls that I was encouraging for people to vote retire on, but you're not intelligent enough to understand what I was doing, even though I've admitted and told you guys repeatedly it was for marketing for Feed Me More Nutrition, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do what I'm, I'm absolutely one of the best in the world at, and you're going to like it, goddammit, because you're still here and you love me. I am the hero that you need, my friend. Why else would you be here? I know you get upset when you see somebody that's hashtag hungry. That grabs life by the throat and wants the most out of it. I know that upsets you. But here you are. I'm trying to help you too, my friend. I can't retire. I need to go back for you. And that's who I'm going back for. Hello, hello. Nobody's ever blown me up in there. I typically will have to slow down my stuff. 
I'm just, I'm not even exaggerating. And that's a very real thing I've talked about. That's why I would always laugh when people would say, oh, Ryback doesn't have uh, endurance or win. You got, it's completely clueless people, completely clueless to what is actually going on. So we'll see what happens when I go back. I know there's some guys with some fantastic wind in the game right now. I would say there's probably there's a there's a handful of guys with with that I really really want to see how good their wind is. Pumplex City and Ten Count Creatine. That's my intro workout stack every day, man. With ribose. Make sure we. Dude, Brian, Brian, thank you. That was a cool, uh, I remember this quite well. The shell shock on Big Show on Miss TV to this day still gives me goosebumps, bro. That was, uh, man, that was a lot of fun. The crowd was red hot for that. Big Show was always, man. I wish I could have do Big Show. I wish I, wish I could have worked with Big Show when Big Show was like before, he, I mean, he was at the tail end of his career, career and he still could go. Don't make any mistakes about it. But I just know him being injured myself and like, man, I wish that guy, man, he, he's in my opinion, I've said it. I think he's the best giant of all time. And I understand that I'm respectful. I love Andre the Giant. I think the, the Big Show's career, man, and what he's done, I just think in his athleticism and, and, I just think he's. I think he's. He's truly one of the, the all time great. Giant Gaming, thank you. Giant Gaming, come to India. Great Kali will help you. We support you. I've always gotten along great with the Great Kali. Yeah, we'll see what happens when I'm when I'm ready to wrestle again. I think we could do major business in India. I think we could sell out uh, a show at a stadium in India if I main event. I, and I will. I will put that out there. Uh, and Kali, I think, knows that as well because he's. He wanted me to come over there for a long time when I was hurt, and I just said, I can't. I'm hurt. And uh, who knows? Maybe before I go back, I do one stadium show just to show the power of India and uh, and see with the great Kali. Would that be something you guys would be interested in? We'll see. If it is, I will, uh, we'll see if we can make it happen because that would actually be a lot of fun for me to come there and do, do a, like a week there and, and, and have a big, big show and before I go back you know, maybe the TV wrestling, do a big show in India. No, I'm going to, I'm a big fan of my shell shock finisher and, uh, and the reaction that it gets. I uh, always laugh there. Oh, there, I get people that will be 99%. They love the finisher. And then there'll be that 1% is like, Oh, you know, it's like, I don't care what you think. <laughs> I do that. You know what I mean? Cause then I'll pick a new one and then somebody will bitch about that. So I'm going to do what I want. No, uh, perspiration related to conditioning. No, that can just be body temperature. Guys sweat uh, in, into more than others. I can I can go out there and I sweat uh, a lot, and uh, especially as my body temperature. and And I don't know if it's just being a heavier person, 
But I found it like too, like my recovery and things are fantastic, especially too ever going vegan. It's at all time highs. But some guys just sweat more than others. And you're just losing, it's just your your energy and, and sweat. Now, can it be connected? I think yes. I don't think it's like a clear cut yes or no. Oh, it's never connected or it's always connected. But I don't think Seamus is in fantastic condition. He can go. So it's just a re- he he puts a lot of energy into everything he does, a lot of intensity that raises your body temperature. He's a large man. He's 6'4", 6'5". I don't know what if he's between 260 and 270. Usually, maybe maybe he's lost a little at times. I remember he when he leaned up a lot, he might have got down into the maybe 250 or even 245. But, I mean, he's, he's a huge guy regardless. So it, there's no connection as far as for, with he's concerned. I'll tell you right now, that guy, he's – even if he is tired, he doesn't. He, he keeps going. Guys, I'm not really too. I saw Joe Rogan talk about the John Cena thing. I think it's just more of a case of the. From what I saw, the movie did a hundred and like sixty something million the the opening weekend, and a hundred and thirty something of million of that was over in in China or Taiwan whatever the deal is. And so I think it was a matter of making sure that that everyone's getting their money guys. So I don't think it's necessarily, uh, I think people are just looking for anything to make a big deal of. I don't think like who cares? Like I don't even, it's John's life, whatever he does. It's his business. It's none of your guys's fucking business. Whatever you think. And you're trying to make it into something else with that. So it's like, Maybe it's a reflection that you need to quit having these strong opinions and, and spending your time, wasting your time over somebody else's life. Have you ever thought about that? Because that's what I would tell you. I can tell you what winners and successful people, they're not going to waste too much time thinking about it outside of it happening. Right. Let's just move on. Who cares? Nothing's affected by it. I think it's just a movie and the people involved in the movie wanting their money. And if you were in that position, you'd probably do the exact same thing. Randy Orton was always extremely cool. Love Randy. Uh, yeah, Randy was uh, was fantastic. Yeah, Sam, that's a good question. I was thinking about this actually earlier. Will there be a time when negative dirt sheets cease to be and wrestlers are more rightfully celebrated uh, and left alone? No. So the key is, is just staying away from them as talent as much as possible. The problem is the business has brought in a lot of people from that world. And they what they do is I'm not a fan of letting these marky marks into the business like that. Because and you, you, you know if you're and you can tell by how they act. 100%. And what they do, they bring these guys in dirt sheet. WWE does it a lot. The Sam Roberts and the other fucking, the, the Peter Rosenberg guys, those are fucking ultimate marks that are getting paid dirt cheap to come in there. I, and whatever, cool. I just think it's it's bad business with that. But all these, man, none of them, none of them have no fucking clue about it. None of them. None of them. I'm not a fan of it. I think that they should shut them out and block them out from the business personally. I think as a physical actor, 
it should be in the contracts and it be, should be for the promotions that anybody caught giving information to these people are fired on the spot. I think there needs to be serious repercussions on protecting storylines and what is going on in the backstage doings. What happens backstage, backstage at shows or what's going on in production meetings should not be online. And the way that you handle that is from a promotion standpoint, you put these rules in place like a movie company that if anybody fucking is, is talking, there's going to be legal repercussions. And that in, people know that signing that, that's going to cut down on the majority of it right there. And if those people don't have their sources inside the company, give them anything, it goes away. Or they're, or they're, or they're just making up random shit, which a majority of them do anyways, on top of that bullshit. So, But also you got guys there with agendas, and I've, I've experienced this to the highest degree, that will feed out lies to cause stress and drama in people's lives. That's why I say the, the key thing is just fucking... You almost just got to have, like I said, a team blocking people on social media and just stay away from it and live in the real world as much as possible. But unfortunately, in this day and age that we live in, like there's just so many pieces of shit out there that are okay making money by putting out lies <clears throat> because they have nothing else they could do. And that's just the way that it is. What else do we got going on? Super chat by the hamster Colt. Thank you very much. Good to see all of you guys. Buddy, if you ask, you guys are gonna we're gonna get rid of you too. Hello, hello. Let's see, what do we got going on on Instagram? TikTok here. I appreciate all you guys joining me. Badges are a little slow today, guys. I can't even get a small coffee with that. <laughs> I can grow a full head of hair. I just, uh, I prefer being bald, guys. Yeah, we have a, a peanut butter pieces in the works. There's uh I'm dealing with a lot within too on the from my manufacturer being in California, like on lead times, everything is just from COVID is still I, I can't wait for everything to be back to normal where my lead times were like four to five weeks on things. And I've I, I've kept my cool in all of this, but it's been very stressful at times dealing with the a lot of the outside stuff that I have no control over right now. Um but yeah, we definitely, I plan on having many more flavors with all of this as we continue to grow. It's just like I tell people, this is a very expensive deal and I've grown this very quickly actually. Um, and I went with a lot more capsules because I wanted, I wanted to offer more supplements uh, in different areas for people that I was particularly interested in getting out um, over getting just more flavors. So, but we are, we are going to continue to add to all that. Me and great Kali always got along uh, absolutely great. I enjoy being around him a lot. I used to drive him around a little bit in Deep South Wrestling when we were down there together. I've taken him to Walmart. We've gone grocery shopping together. Like, this is real-life stuff. 
No, I did not talk to the Latina woman during feeding time. I was doing the video eating and she's walking her dog. You guys got it. I laugh when people were like, like, and then she was gone by the time the video was over, but I'm parked like out on the side of like this, the, the shopping center. So where it was like quiet, like, do you think like if a big bald headed guy, like, Hey, Hey, as I'm like recording, you're going to get a scare. Most likely it's the most unnatural situation. Or like I pull my car in reverse as I'm filming and then drive up to her and her dog and roll down my window. Like that's, it would be entertaining though. Maybe next time that is the play. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe that is the play. I'm recording. I want you, sorry, I just want to say you're so beautiful. Is it okay? I, I can't stop recording though. Can I have your number? And then have her, I wouldn't even have a way to get the number. I'd have to make sure I have a pen and the paper in the car or put my number in her phone. That'll be the play. We got to go to next time it happens. We'll try to get it done on footage, but yeah, I didn't. I I, I do the videos because that's the point. I'm on a little tight schedule getting stuff done. Try to stay focused during the duration of the video. Hope everyone and appreciate all of you guys joining me here. I did uh, come up with a shell shock. Yep, everything the Ryback I came up. With, and I'm not making this up, guys. Every aspect of the character, the catchphrases, the names of the moves, all me. If you haven't noticed in the stuff, I'm, I've always been, a, a, I, I like being creative. Um, I think that would be my strength. I actually have interest, I think, from a creative standpoint. Like, if you were to tell me that I could never wrestle again, I wouldn't want to do necessarily commentating, even though I wouldn't be against it if I was completely done. Um, but from a... a, a uh, as a contributor from the creative end of pro wrestling, I think I, I could be very beneficial on that end. Um, and it was something that I, I actually feel like I'm pretty passionate about, but at the, the, right now my goal is to go back as, as, as a talent while growing my business with everything to a level that is going to be pretty damn cool, pretty quick. Super chat. Let me go ahead and throw a block on that guy too real quick. Any concerns? Uh, no, literally none at all. And I'm not, I don't think there's anything, uh, doesn't affect my business. And and I, I have, I already know that based off who I talk to doesn't affect my business whatsoever. And he'll, uh, whatever he does, he does. It's over. And I'm not, I don't never care to talk. Like, like I don't, it's, it, it's over. He's with that too. The lies that he put out on that, he has to live with, with the rest of his life. And like, it's just one of those deals. Like, I'm not going to waste my energy. Like I don't, it, it, there's no fear on my part. Trust me on anything. It's just human beings like that. I have no time for and he knows. He knows damn well. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the staph infection while I was the Intercontinental Champion was, um, that was a pretty scary situation. Very random. And I believe what happened was, because I can't figure out any other explanation of this, I cut my skin on my thumb open 
during that weekend's live events, wrestling big show. And the night that it happened, I was wrestling in the ring and my thumb was bleeding and my skin was completely ripped off my thumb. Like, like maybe like an inch portion of it. Like it was pretty, I don't know. Something happened. It got like on the canvas. It ripped my thumb open though. The only thing I could think of was something with bacteria, something in, on that ring. Cause those rings are dirty as shit. And then, so whatever was in my body was in my body. And then I, that night uh, on raw, cause we were in Atlanta and I, I drove, I had to make, because I, I had to make the drive to Birmingham because I had media the next morning as champion. I do a house show thing over the, the top, and usually I would just land on my feet, but I don't know what, I landed and hit my knee on the outside, my right knee. And it just didn't feel great. It didn't like, it, it just felt like I like bruised, like maybe like hit my knee and my knee pads a little too hard. And so I, I thought at first it was just that, and it got a little swollen. I go, fah, you deal with all that stuff. That's just like another day at the office up there. You you wrap it up for a week or two, it goes away, and you just you, you live with it. That night driving, the pain started getting worse and worse. By the time I got to, to I believe it was Birmingham, was it Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham. I go to get out of my rental car and valet it at the, I was at the TV hotel that night. Cause they, they pay for the hotel when you go to media because they pick you up. I was, I got like, I think I got like two hours of sleep by the way. So I go to get out of the car and I can't, my leg is just locked. And I go, what the hell is going on? I limp in, I'm going super slow. I get up, I put ice on my leg. I take some more ibuprofen. I, I sleep for like two hours. I wake up and I go, Holy shit. Like, this is bad. And uh, I get ready and I go do media all day, walking around all day, um, which makes it way worse. I get to TV finally. I go right to the doctor. And I think I text them. I go, can you take a look at my knee when I get in? They go, yeah. I get in. They go, you got to go to the doctor right now, the hospital. They called Birmingham. They, I mean, this was a quick process. I was quite concerned. Because I I never had experienced anything like this. They they rushed me over to the Birmingham Dr. Andrews place, which they, they finally get me checked in. And uh, I think they thought it they it was it was I don't know if they thought it might could have been possibly MRSA, but it was a staph infection. And uh, I was ended up having to stay there for close to a week and couldn't go home because they kept coming in, they had to drain it every day. And it kept coming back um, worse and worse. And the antibiotics they were giving me weren't working. Finally, the whatever the last day before they thought maybe they're going to have to try to operate on it to cut it out and to put the, the drain in there. And like it like started going down. And they go, we, we got it, we think. Um, but it didn't go down like a lot, but it just started to go down. So they let me go home. And then I'm home and it wasn't getting any better. And it just stayed the same for, I think like three weeks, close to three weeks. And then it was like, we were like on the final days where they were like going to have to like go send me to go get operated back to, to, to Birmingham. And I go, fuck. Cause then I was going to have to drop the title prior. And then, or like they would have had to strip it, the whole deal. So the goal, I'm trying to get back to SummerSlam and whatever happened that we're on like the final day or two days before and it like I woke up and it was it was almost like 
it just all disappeared. And uh, I go, whoa, thank God. And then they they got me back to TV that week. <laughs> like, and then I did, I think we did something on to set up a SummerSlam with Nemez, a big show or whatever we did. And um, but yeah, that was scary. And that that I mean, it, I put a picture of it up during the time. It looked like a basketball in my knee, in my my quad. It was, I mean, it, it, pretty pretty scary stuff. Good to see all of you guys. Let me see if we have any other questions before we wrap up tonight. I got to. Uh, I wanted to hop on on a weekend live here. Take a look. Always appreciate all of you swinging by. Yeah, that's a good Triple H. Isn't he's not entirely wrong on fans do ruin a lot of the own stuff. Um, you guys will enjoy the product more if you don't read dirt sheets. And you just let stuff happen. Uh, that's your guys' problem. If you would just enjoy life and be happy and live your own lives and then watch the television product fresh every week, I promise you, regardless of whether you like everything on it, you will enjoy it more because you won't know what's going on. That's like reading a thing on like the whatever show you're watching for the week or reading spoilers for Game of Thrones and then watching the show and being upset because what the spoiler said happened. Right? So that's you guys got to get you got to get your head out of your ass on that. He's 100% correct on that. And a lot of times those guys will be pretty nice about it. I won't. You're fucking losers. Stop it. <laughs> I just want you to live you'll be so much happier, guys. Come on. All right, guys. With that, I thank you as always for for another fun show, fun podcast. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated. And if you could uh, download the Station Head app and add at Ryback, I'm going to be doing live callers with you guys once Station Head gets everything configured where I could stream through their web version and actually have callers call into the show and we can, whether it's fans, wrestling, health and fitness, whatever it is, haters, I think it's going to create for a really cool dynamic. So uh, hop on the ball with that, please. And join at Station Head. It's all free. And uh, we will be up and running, hopefully, uh, in the nearby future with all of that. And then Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Save 30% with discount code FATHER30 until midnight tomorrow. Uh, for all the fathers out there for Father's Day or Father's Day sale. And happy Father's Day uh, to all the fathers out there because I don't believe we're going to be recording tomorrow. Uh, I could be wrong, but as of now, I'm not going to be uh, taking a, a day break before we go into, into Monday. So thank you again, guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the fights if you watch them tonight. Stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more. <laughs>